There's the fanfare, and that means it's now time to go to the movies with our resident movie expert, Matt Oline. Matt, welcome back to Main Street. Thanks, Craig. Matt, this movie I think would be hard for me to watch. We're talking about women talking. It has, of course, been nominated for Best Picture and Best Adapted Screenplay. What did you think about the movie? Well, this was the uh, next-to-last Best Picture nominee that I've seen, and next week I will talk about Triangle of Sadness. So uh, that was the 10th film I had to see. So I've, I've finished them all off. We'll do Women Talking first, save Triangle of Sadness for next week. I was slightly disappointed by this movie. Uh, I really wanted to see this a couple months ago, but the rollout of this movie was very clunky, and I've had uh, people in the industry tell me that as well. That it was just hard, it was a hard film to find for a long time prior to Oscar nominations. It's based on an incident and a book that was written about it that took place in Bolivia some years ago in a Mennonite community where a bunch of women left the community. The women have been abused. They have been secretly drugged and raped and things like this. Some horrible things have gone on unbeknownst to them, and they're left dealing with what should we do. Should we leave the community? Should we fight back? What do we do in a community where women have almost no rights? I mean, the women can't even read and write in this community, which is just stunning. They've moved the setting to the United States of America, although it's never quite sure what state we're in. I think the problem with this movie, which I had which I think people should see. It's, it's, a, it's a timely subject. Uh, it's certainly an important subject. Uh, women being abused by a patriarchal society in this Mennonite community, of course. But the way it's handled, I thought, was very uncinematic. As a piece of cinema, it never really springs to life, Craig. It feels like a play on film. Most of the action, which is women talking, that's what it is, takes place in the hayloft of a barn in the community as they discuss what they should do. And the men have left for the time being and headed into town. So it's, it's only women in the film except for Ben Wishaw, who plays a sympathetic teacher who takes the notes at the meeting. A lot of big-name actresses, Claire Foy, Frances McDormand, Jesse Buckley, Rooney Mara, they're all very good. But the film never springs to life. It's, it's kind of shot with sort of a dull cinematography as well, which I wasn't wild about. And you have to put the blame here at the foot of writer-director Sarah Polly, who just feels like she put a camera up in the hayloft and started shooting actors. And there's, there's just it never springs to life cinematically. It's kind of lifeless that way. There's some good dialogue. There's some good performances. Uh, but it doesn't really sustain its length with what's going on here. And I had a couple friends of mine that saw it as well that are really into movies that did not care for it as much either. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed, I must say, and it took me a good 40 to 60 minutes to figure out who was related to who. We have a meeting going on of 8 to 10 women, and it was very difficult for me to tell Craig who's whose daughter, who's related to who in this group of women in the Mennonite community. I didn't think that was terribly well explained. And some of the dialogue it didn't ring true for me. Like, is this the way Mennonite mm -hmm. women would really mm -hmm. talk? Or is this kind of infused with a kind of Hollywood script writer to kind of sound more like an angry woman would sound nowadays? Is this how they would speak? The dialogue didn't ring true for me. It felt a little like it was Hollywoodized, almost like they were mouthpieces. So I have to say I wanted to like this movie so much better. I am glad I saw it. It's a it's a timely issue. It's an important issue. Uh, Frances McDormand is barely in it. She was a producer on the movie. 
I just wish it would have been a little more cinematic. And there's a way to direct something like this that makes it spring to life. It just never quite did it. And Matt, it seems to me that critics agree with you that this film lacks a little bit, but it is a message that must be told but likely doesn't have any chance to win Best Picture. Do you agree with that? Oh, completely. This has no chance to win Best Picture. I'm really surprised it got in, considering the lack of availability people had to see it in December and January when you know Oscar nomination decisions are being made and public reaction. It's having a hard time finding an audience, not surprisingly. you know, It's definitely not a feel-good movie. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's, an, it's an important subject matter. You know, kind of like the movie She Said that came out last year as well. These are important things to talk about. I just wish it was more vibrant on screen and had more life to it. Uh, Jesse Buckley probably has the best performance in the movie, I would say, of all of them. Uh, But, you know, really, none of the women were really pushed for Oscar nominations either. And you would think it, it really on the surface felt like an Oscar bait type movie. But as I said, the rollout made it impossible almost for any of the women to be nominated for lead or supporting actress. Sarah Polly did get a screenplay nomination, and it's up for Best Picture, but it has no chance to win Best Picture. I think Best Picture is going to come down to three or four movies, and we can narrow those down as we get closer to Oscar Day if you want, Craig. Matt, give us a little more detail on what exactly makes a movie qualify to be considered for Best adapted screenplay. What does that mean? It has to be based on material previously published in another medium. So book, play, short story, that kind of thing. Original screenplay is something like Babylon or Everything Everywhere All at Once. Those are original screenplays that are based on things that were not published prior. Uh, An adapted screenplay would be if I was making a movie of Oliver Twist. Okay, that's adapted from a Dickens book, things like that. And Women Talking is based on a book about what happened with the Mennonite women down in Bolivia. And they've kind of adapted it to the U.S. Matt, it's time for trivia. Okay. It is Oscar season. And I bet you know that Glenn Close and Peter O'Toole Mm -hmm. have been skunked the most times. They have. For how many times have they not been nominated and not won an Oscar? And then who follows them? In the almost made it, but not quite category. So Glenn Close is still 0 for 8. We should not discount her yet, right? She's still working and could win this award. Peter O'Toole famously went 0 for 8, uh, was given an honorary Oscar. He showed up and gave a wonderful speech. Uh, Always a bridesmaid, never a bride, my foot, he said. He has his Oscar finally. Richard Burton, O'Toole's old buddy, was 0 for 7. I believe he is next in line, correct? And after that, Amy Adams. Amy Adams, 0 for 6. Thelma Ritter was 0 for 6 as well, an old character actress. And I think Deborah Carr was 0 for 6 as well. Better to have been nominated than not nominated at all. That's true. We've been to the movies with Matt O'Lean. 